0: So what do you think, Mr. Henderson? You ready to go? Let's do it. All right, then. So welcome back to this uh, ever special 50th episode of Noob Talk Radio. Uh, 50th. Ooh. 50th. Yeah, big, big 5 0 Wow. The podcast turns two? Really? What are, what are we roughly? It's, I think it was October. It was a little bit before October 20... T- 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 I think it is over two years ago. Maybe 2020 that we started this?
1: Yeah, it sounds about right.
0: Yeah, we're getting on. It's not quite. It's not quite. It's the fiftieth episode. It's not quite two years, but it's pretty close.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Are we? Are we going to do something special for the hundredth episode?
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Looks <laughs> well, like
0: uh, kill something live on air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> kill something, and that's it. That's the Let's show. A sacrifice, and we'll <laughs> drink its blood or something. Human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll just you know, we'll make some noises and people will believe us, you know, that that's what's going on. We'll, we'll it's, make... it's radio, right? I
0: mean come on. <laughs> well best medium in the world. Uh we'll we'll make us we'll make a sacrifice and we'll try to we'll try to will through black magic. What would I want to will into existence if I had to pick one thing? I think at the moment it's probably just Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Jesus, am I getting that right? Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines two. Mm. Yeah, and it totally was
1: one Song. I looked again. Nice Yeah I nice. understand it was. Nice yeah.
0: yeah cause they You know They, they very—they're quite sneakily Abused the license Through like several Horrible knockoff titles mm-hmm. Recently Right mm-hmm. this, Not that the I mean I don't I don't actually want To shit on the Battle Royale But Who cares It's a Battle Royale I Yeah mean,
1: I, I couldn't it, care less About it, Battle Royale spent. It's they very want, I mean. like
0: Yeah it's very 12 for 10 cents As Wayne would say From Wayne's World or was that his girlfriend? Because she's Asian and she's like an immigrant. Is that the was that the joke? I can't remember. Twelve for ten cents. Yeah, back there, back in Hong Kong, these things are twelve for ten cents. <laughs> I think she said something like that. Okay, yeah, it's, it was pretty cute. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. Man. That was a great movie. Oh man, fantastic! Well, I just successfully derailed myself there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who are we? What are we doing? Did Number I say? 50? Did I? Did I say hi yet? No. Hi. How are you? No. No. <laughs> we just jump right in. How you doing, Deek?
1: I'm pretty good. And yourself?
0: I'm uh, good. I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of fantastic today. That's great. Uh, for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Hey, um, makes
1: up. I was lying. I'm
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that uh, that I that I that I came to realize a bit more deeply over the weekend, I actually did a camping. I did I did a canoe camping. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't glamping. Uh, but we did a, the the most glamping thing that because we talked about glamping once in mm-hmm. the show before. Oh, right? for sure. Um, the most glamping thing we had was. Uh, I had a chair. There, there was a camping chair. That's glamping, dude. <laughs> it dude, felt did you pretty have a tent. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking glamping. What the hell? <laughs> Jeez. What do you sleep in? Uh,
1: a tarp is glamping. Come on. Yeah, no, um, uh, no, a tent is not glamping. Um, although I do remember camping back in the day with no tent. And it was awesome. Um, <laughs> well, the
0: the chair definitely felt like glamping this time. I was the chair like, is super. It's a, it's a super. Dope. It's a big upgrade. Mm. I, I actually, I gotta be honest. I my my fears of camping, I think, have pretty much been one hundred percent quashed by just having a chair. <laughs> I think really all I because the 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 big thing I was afraid of was just forty eight hours of not ever being comfortable. That's what I picture. That's what I pictured in my head when I pictured camping.
1: Yeah, that's what camping is
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chair was awesome, man. Hey, dude, I was those putting little
1: folding ones. You saw yeah. the one upstairs, right?
0: Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, there's one like I'm right, sure right when did. you
1: walk in the door. Um, <laughs> brought it this weekend somewhere and like yeah no they're, they're dope yeah
0: it'd be perfect for like bringing to the lake shore or something too oh right? like, um, I guess I, I would have trouble tra- transporting it in a bike but just carrying it would be
1: easy well you can get them with the sling you know mm. and uh, just over the shoulder
0: good point okay. but yeah no I was like plugging the chair down in the river and just like you know having a coffee reading my book kind of thing hey like, it, was, good. it was awesome yeah that's pretty good Um yeah no we went to, to a place up near Saint-Michel-des-Saint and it was like a, it's a little, it's up north. It's a small, it was a tiny island with, we're the only camp spot on it.
1: Hmm.
0: So you got a tiny island all to yourself, beach, like. Um, nice. It's really, really beautiful camping spot, yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, anyway, so you know, very fun uh, canoe camping experience. Awesome. First, first time canoe camper. But, Any animals? Um, no, actually. We, we were speculating a lot when we were there because we're like, an island this size, there must be nothing on it. Because what would it survive, right? Like, how could it support an ecosystem? You know what I mean? But uh, first first evening, um, we were ex- extremely, uh, like, shocked by a rustling in the bushes at, like, I don't know, like, 10 o'clock at night, maybe, and, like, a raccoon comes out and is just, like, completely unafraid of us, and just, like, he's, like, five feet away and just sort of, like, peering around, like, looking for stuff, and we're like, wow. Like, well, first of all, we were glad we saw it because previously we were like, I guess we, w- we don't even need to put our stuff away because there can't be anything <laughs> here, right? I um, can swim, though. Is that it? Did he swim from the mainland? No clue. We but, were wondering. But stuff definitely can. Because we were because not only because we were like, well, how did he get here? Number one, I don't know how well uh, raccoons are swimmers. But number two, also like, the fuck does he eat once he's here? Hmm. Like, I mean, if there's no campers like leaving discarded stuff, like what Bugs is he eating? And plants. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And one one squirrel. Hmm. These are this is the extent of the a lot of birds. Yeah. But yeah, one squirrel, one raccoon. So the island could support one squirrel and one raccoon. Pretty
1: good, pretty good. <laughs> small <guess>. island. Small, <laughs> small island, yeah. <laughs> Dixie Island. Um, it's a bird sanctuary, but uh, they have... and It's a small... It's also really small? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very small. But I have no idea how it got there. I don't think it's when... <laughs> I think somebody... I don't know, man.
0: I wondered with this with this raccoon. Yeah, mm. we were like, did he come in someone's boat? Like, wow <laughs> you know, what's the story there? Because like, you know, also the mainland is like, it's not super close. Okay, like it's yeah. not that far, but it's like he's not very big.
1: Yeah, and it
0: yeah, a hell of a swim. Yeah, and there's a lot of boats too. It's like a it's a big like there's a big boat highway beside beside the okay. island kind of yeah. But uh, anyways, um, all that to say was further impressed upon myself during the weekend was just how emotionally volatile I am. So the fact that that's, the, that's actually not the right, the right word. Tumultuous is more like, is, okay. a, is a better word, because it's not always that negative, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's how it feels. Like, I'm in a fantastic mood today, but I'm, I'm a tumultuous person, so I'm used to it. And it's just, like, you just got to ride the wave when, when you're feeling good, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Jesus, um, I just, like, I got, I got a wave of, like, being disgusted about how much I like to talk about, talk about myself right there. <laughs> like a big wave. Dude,
1: that is the topic right now. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: literally you're supposed to <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> well welcome to uh, what some people call an introduction and uh episode 50 of noob talk radio we're going to talk about first um just a little bit of general chit chat if you will uh nakon connect 2022 happened and playstation indies uh happened on the old the old playstation blog mm-hmm. uh spearheaded by shuhei yashida to lead in case, like myself, uh, some people out there have absolutely no idea who, who the fuck or what the fuck Nacon is. Uh, Nacon is apparently a French publisher and developer that I did not know about before seeing this <laughs> conference at Never all. Never heard of it? Nope. And uh, had no idea that all these games were under its, uh, its wing. Yeah. But
1: it makes sense, though, that they would all be on the same sort of caliber.
0: I don't want to preempt you, but um, despite perhaps some of the offerings uh, on display... Not being of maybe the uh, sort of highest uh, quality and/or production tier possible, mm-hmm. um, I do feel like they're they're coherent. Like it, like all their games have kind of a similar. You can see the type of company it is. By yeah, you know, yeah, for drawing sure. a line through, kind of for sure. And um,
1: it's a low tier sweatshop.
0: Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally joking. <laughs> totally joking. And that's slave labor all the way. One. <laughs> they're they're not. Uh, oh, fuck. Can we do a deep cut to the last episode? They're not paid volunteers no right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um so yeah i mean i don't know what do you why don't you why don't you lead with uh tell me tell me your thoughts about nakon
1: i mean there was a ton of stuff i don't know if you want to run through the stuff i was excited for was the uh terminator survival game
0: mm-hmm.
1: um again they didn't show anything
0: no, but um, they, they had a brief teaser trailer right yeah brief? but yeah. i
1: mean again like you don't actually see anything about the game they showed a, a terminator um a t800 right
0: I mean it was a nice teaser trailer as far as teasers. I mean, that's not saying much but as far as teaser no, trailers no no
1: go, no but I mean again I, I just it sounds interesting I'm very curious I'd love to see some gameplay yeah I'm curious about it that's about all there is to it though
0: I completely agree with you and yeah the, this is also for me I think there's, there's two things that I found really exciting this is one of them um, and it's just the idea. Mm-hmm. Like like you're saying, yeah, there's there's no, there's nothing to be excited about other than the idea. And what cemented it for me was just someone describing what it is, and they, they called it open-world survival Terminus game set in the Terminator universe.
1: Which, just cool. cool. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know of really any survival games that aren't open-world, but... Um, yeah. No, it looks really cool. I am curious about that. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of other kind of neat ones, like Hell is Us is kind of curious
0: hell is us which one is that again
1: that's the one where the developer talks for a while
0: they show gameplay they did didn't mm-hmm. they just kind of I don't not think
1: but you not actual i don't think it was actual game well it might have been the character <coughs> looking in the world or whatever so yeah. you see some of the environment but well I mean, uh, yeah it's gorgeous right yeah 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 and yeah. he's got like a drone that flies onto his shoulder yeah. um and it's just like okay that's cool yeah the, the guy talking about it Um, uh, it sounded neat Yeah, he he
0: said a lot of very um, self-congratulatory stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, but I I agree with you, the game itself uh, sounds really interesting. Out of
1: everything here, that seemed like the one with the most heart. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the one that they cared about the most, but that could also be that it was him sitting there talking about it for five minutes.
0: He was charismatic. Yeah, and
1: excited about it and really went in depth as to the development of it, so...
0: No, I'm with you. I actually, I forgot about that and didn't write it in my list, but Hellas Us did look really impressive.
1: Yeah. 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 So I'm 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 curious about that. I'm curious about... Uh, Does it have
0: a... Re- it doesn't have a release date, eh? No, uh, ex- I don't think so. I'm seeing off uh, bloodydisgusting.com here, expected to arrive 2023, so it looks like that's it. Right. Uh, all platforms, but PS5 only, S- Xbox Series SX only. Right. It's like NPC. Um, not totally with you there. Uh. What else is there? The last one I was kind of I just like RoboCop.
1: Yeah. So there was the RoboCop <laughs> thing. I uh, I mean whatever. It's a thing I, of the generation, right? Like it's it's I mean, our generation that likes that shit.
0: Did you see the latest one? I never saw that. I mean I I like oh, yeah. the original back when I was a kid. Oh, well.
1: oh yeah, the newest one with yeah. the guy from um Altered Carbon, is it?
0: Oh no shit, it's Joel Joel what is his name? Joel Kinnaman, I think so. Wow, I love that actor. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I know. No, that's why I'm surprised you didn't see it. Um I'm now surprised also. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I dug it. I dug it big time. Yeah,
0: I actually wouldn't um, mind watching it. You should. Yeah, you should. is it on it's on is on Prime? Prime's my only streaming at the moment.
1: I don't think so. It's probably on one of you could probably rent it on Prime or something or it's on one of those fucking other channels. I would, do that. Channels, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't mind paying like three 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 three, three five bucks for a rental. Yeah, for yeah. something
1: that's like not thirty years old, like whatever. Totally, like, totally. But all in all, so out of everything... And six... what did you
0: think of the, the, the RoboCop gameplay? Like
1: yeah, um, not overly impressive, but at yeah. the same time, I just don't know. Um, I same like here. it because it's RoboCop. But same here. The way that the the, the vision worked, it w- it looked like it was really trying to make a game out of the original RoboCop. Yeah. The OG. Yeah. Like same actor's face, basically. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. I- it doesn't matter. But it it looked like it was really um trying to be true to the original RoboCop. Yeah. Which I'm down for. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was punks, budget, but... 80, they Like, 80s punks in the, the future, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. um, like, it was... I thought Bill
0: Cyberpunk is kind of that, too, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, fun. I like that whole that whole aesthetic of 80s punks in the future. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So, I don't know. It looked kind of neat, but uh, out of everything, those were the three I was uh, sort of interested in.
0: I like the way they showed the... Is it just me, or did they clearly look like they had a, a crosshair mechanic going yeah. on? Yeah. Like a cool robot. crosshair moving mechanic? moving around
1: all over the place, and that's yeah. what I don't
0: really... I'm curious to see where they go with that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> if that's the targeting and you don't have a crosshair, I think that's fucking phenomenal, mm-hmm. and that's really that's being as true to the original as, as possible, right? Like because mm-hmm. that's how he targeted. Totally. So if that's the part you move around to shoot, I'm I'm super down with that.
0: I'm just want to check really quick Terminator Resistance, which is the previous Terminator game, which is not a survival game and it's not really an open world game. Um, it's like a sort of I don't know. It's an action FPS that has light RPG elements. Kind of, I, I, I get a lot of vibes of um, Wolfenstein Youngblood off it, right, which right. was like sort of a budget Wolfenstein game mm-hmm. that was trying to experiment with having RPG mechanics. Okay, that's totally like yeah. I would say Terminator Resistance looks like that kind of game and was received pretty good. I just wanted to see real quick if it's the same. It's published by Reef Entertainment, which is not Nakon, and was developed by Taon. So it's actually so it's not the same developers. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do with that. Um, for me, I don't have much more to add. Uh, I, I completely agree with your takes on uh, Robocop and Hell is Us. Um, yeah, I'm glad you reminded me about that game, because Hell is Us I completely forgot about. But, uh, yeah, the only other one that stood out for me was um, Raven Swarm. Let mm-hmm. me double-check I'm getting that right? Yeah, Raven Swatch. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Raven Swatch. Um, yeah, Raven's Watch. I think, looks totally awesome. Um, it, well, I mean, it has Josh written all over it. It totally does. Yeah. <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's like a top-down, isometric... Uh, action RPG vaguely Diablo-ish looking or what's like other good uh, co-op sort of couch stuff mm-hmm. um, and I just think the Raven's Watch did I get that right? yeah <laughs> the Raven's Watch uh, art style is also really gorgeous yeah um, like super super gorgeous top down non-pixelated art yeah it looks very kind of did you get that sort of a comic booky kind of vibe too? Or? a bit yeah yeah, I, I really like that, and um, I, think, I think it looks awesome. Yeah.
1: The other uh, skate sim, whatever, looked kind of neat. I couldn't care less about it, but sure. it looked probably one of the best out of all of them. Sure. Um, graphically and shit, mm-hmm. but uh, again, I just... Uh, Tony Hawk was my jam back in the day. Yo, fair enough. I haven't yeah. played that in 20 years. Tony Hawk was a lot of people's jam back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and skaters these days do crazy shit. They do. They're so much yeah. better than we were back in the day. They were really impressive. Pros back in the day are like amateurs now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like even the best of the best, you know? It's uh, I don't know. I used to skate a lot. and uh, Oh, really? I
0: yeah, didn't know yeah. that.
1: Yeah, me, Liam, Connor, um, Ian. Wow.
0: I really did not... Actually, maybe that does sound familiar. That was maybe in the days when I was hanging out with Andrews.
1: Anyways, yeah, Tash was cool. Uh, not Taj, sorry. Uh, Tony Hawk was cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think the first time I ever saw him and the first skate movie, this is a deep cut. Gleaming the Cube.
0: Gleaming the Cube? Gleaming. Gleaming.
1: Gleaming the Cube. Christian Slater. 80s. It's probably like <laughs> before I was born. It's fucking ancient. But Tony Hawk's in it and he's really? crazy young. Oh man! Um, <laughs> yeah, they travel around.
0: Um, is he skateboarding in it, or is he oh, yeah. acting? No, totally. No, no, no. He's
1: skating. <laughs> um, they they travel around. I think one of their friends has a plane, and they fly around looking for abandoned pools
0: abandoned pools? Yeah,
1: yeah, like to like skate in? swimming pools <laughs> in like backyards and shit in California and then they skate in these pools. That's awesome. Dude, it was an amazing. And there's like a Vietnamese gangsters and stuff and like, oh,
0: what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it kinda funny. sounds like a uh, big trouble in Little China. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a comedy. <laughs> it's so weird.
1: It's not a comedy at all. Yeah, oh, Christian God. Slater. Okay, so it's 89. But yeah, Tony Hawk was in it, Christian Slater, a ton of So people what's it called? Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> That's a weird name, man. Yeah. <laughs> but i strongly recommend checking it out
0: good times go <coughs> tony hawk hey uh should we, should we move on to the indies yeah, let's do it um so the other thing we wanted to discuss was uh on the playstation blog they did an indie reveal uh, this is just called coming up seven new reveals for upcoming indies, uh, and it was July seventh, published by uh, Shuhei Ishida, head of PlayStation Indies now, and uh, yeah, I mean that was just a really nice PlayStation blog update uh, where they highlighted sort of uh, you know seven curated indie games coming all soon. Uh, not all of them have release dates; a lot of them don't. Some of them do, um, and they had they, they did one of those nice like come back every hour, and we'll give you the ne- and we'll show we'll show the next one, mm. which is a fun way to do it, I think and for me also they do a they do a curated very well edited trailer of the whole thing together Yeah. once the whole thing's finished that's and what i watched yeah it, it's amazing it's a honestly like it's one of the best promotional contents i've seen ever i think for me i would agree um, it's 1 minute and 25 seconds in length you you can go to the playstation blog and find it it's called playstation indie spotlight july 7th and it's just amazing
1: it's for people with ADD <laughs> It's just a
0: great trailer, man.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, like, come on, two minutes?
0: Um, I think it's even... Pre- it's for P- I, I actually disagree. I think it's for everybody. It's just an incredible trailer. It's
1: for today's generation. I can't have the attention span to watch a full show. But I'm I so like...
0: It. It. I, I, <laughs> you're totally right, but also I'm it's so... It's like the
1: TikTok of a games room. It kind games, of is. It games kind games of is.
0: <laughs> but I'm so crusty that, like, usually I rebel against that kind of stuff and I want the old ways. Not but me. this, is this to me, is just like, no, it's it could not possibly be better. New and improved. You know? So seven indies highlighted... You seemed surprisingly a little bit, a, a little into this. Or yeah, you... no,
1: there was. Um, I honestly, I found some of these games looked better than the Nacon games, um, just in terms of like cooler ideas and more flash a, a lot of the Nacon games to me seemed like cell phone freebies, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "What the?" Fu-? I, I was in a pretty bad mood when I was watching it, but mm-hmm. uh, really, they look kind of bad. Some, yeah. of the, a lot of them. Yeah, it's um,
0: they're a very budget studio. Yeah, yeah, it seems like right. Yeah, Um, yeah.
1: But some of the indie games really did seem like, uh, holy shit! um, Yeah, just a lot more in them, or a lot more effort put into them than some of the Nacon stuff.
0: No, for sure. I mean, I I thought they were all more or less unique looking, very different, and they all looked very high polished. And
1: uh, yeah, the Tomorrow Children definitely was one of the ones uh, that stood out to me. Um,
0: Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I actually couldn't be less interested in this game. Well,
1: I'm not interested <laughs> in playing it, but,
0: um, but Shim as well. Yeah, Shim is the... So, Tomorrow Children, uh, I think that was um, showcased because there's been a big... there's a big thing in the news recently with uh, the old developers of that game. They had There was some sort of rights taken off the store thing, and I think it was maybe a free-to-play game to begin with that had maybe a bunch of microtransactions and then they like maybe lost the rights or something. I didn't follow this whole story but it's being re-released in a new package and I think it's like a regular game now Hmm. Uh, and they seemed extremely happy to get their rights back and be able to put it back on the store so I think that's maybe why it was in the the directs because it's getting a fresh coat of paint a little bit. Okay. Um, But yeah, Shim looks uh, really cool. Again, compared to a lot of the Nacon
1: stuff I was just like this looks so much better than most of the third person games in Nacon. Yeah.
0: They pretty much all have uh, really really nice art, art styles. Shim looks like some sort of like 2D platformer puzzle game. I don't know. I can't tell.
1: Living in um, shadows.
0: Yeah, even Curse to Golf. I mean, it's got. Ni- it's not for me, but it's got Absolutely nice art. Um, very nice artwork. Cult of the Lamb is I'm probably least interested in. But yeah, no. again, it also has a unique art, art style. It's just not one that I like. 100%. Um, inscription is the big one for me. The fact that that's... I mean, we've talked about this game before. The fact that it's coming to PS4 and PS5 is incredible. Um, This is uh, something that I am very excited to play. Mm -hmm. Um, But also because Inscription, uh, I'm I'm just a huge fan of the developer. It's Daniel Mullins Games, uh, and he made Pony Island, which Mm -hmm. I've also probably mentioned before. Pony Island I tried to play. It's just, I just have too much trouble playing a PC game. Um, But uh, it's extremely cool and very weird and just like super out there. And from everything I hear, Inscription is the same kind of deal where it's like, very meta in terms of, like, the game presents itself as one thing, and then there's a whole sort of, like, you know, underbelly story that's under under the entire thing. Mm. Um, like, Pony Island was, like, you're playing, like, a 2D platformer with cutesy ponies. Okay. But the game is, like, possessed by Satan. Right, I do remember <laughs> this. You know. And it, like, traps you inside it, and you have to escape mm. and, like, talk with the other trapped souls inside the game. It's just super strange. Super out there. Uh, yeah, and I think Inscription maybe does a similar thing where, like, it's, it's um, on the surface, it's a card game which is kind of neat because I I have a big history of playing, like, uh, trading card games. Um, You know, Magic the Gathering, Marvel Champions, what have you. And... The cards start to talk to you after a while, I think, okay, or something. That's kinda cool. And there, yeah, and there's like a gatekeeper that's like talks to you and like reveals later different things about the island. Hmm. And apparently, it goes through a big change up halfway through. Also, it sounds very strange. Okay, um, but I I really believe in the developer. Like he's he's a really he's a really talented guy. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's huge uh, coming to console. It uh, doesn't have a release date yet, but it's just I think it's set for this year. Okay. Um, and I'm sure it'll probably be pretty soon. game has been out for a little while already. So that looked awesome. Sea of Stars is Sea of Stars is a Chrono Trigger looking game. Right. Modern Chrono Trigger. It's by the developers of The Messenger. uh, And um, I think it looks good. I don't know if I want to play a modern Chrono Trigger anymore, but it definitely looks like a very competent uh, modern update to that. Right. Um, And the neat thing about uh, Sea of Stars is that they're actually the Messenger company, whose name is escaping me at the moment, uh, is collaborating with um, Chrono Trigger's original sound... Uh, original soundtrack composer Yasunori Mitsuda, uh, which is just a really cool collaboration. Okay. Um, and uh, I do think it looks good. I'm just not sure if it's for me. Oh yeah, Signalis was uh, done again.
1: That was the cool looking.
0: Yeah. Oh really? You thought this was well, like cool yeah. art, right? It's beautiful. I mean, I think it's be- it looks yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, right?
1: the, like again, usually you love the it's... pixel stuff and yeah. whatever. And I was like, I remember you showed me this a while ago, and I was like, okay, this looks dope.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Yes, Signalis—we've seen tons of from like various shows, um, and it's finally—it's releasing October 27th, and it um, looks—I don't know—it looks awesome. It's a a, both Signalis and uh, Inscription are day one purchases for me, like for sure. Okay. Um, Signalis, I'm pretty stoked about. I don't know if it'll be good, but it looks really interesting. Um, Sea of Stars is like if it reviews well, probably. Okay. Um, And is that it? Yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, it. Pretty much it. Yeah. anyways uh, yeah Inscription was the that's the really big one from yeah just because I've been thinking about that game for like a while you know? fair enough I mean that's pretty much all I got to say about that yeah uh, fair enough really I mean, neat you... shows yeah yeah. especially really the especially the 124 trailer for mm-hmm. the PlayStation Indies like that's fair very... it's
1: the perfect amount for me to yes. uh, digest you know yeah, yeah. otherwise like an hour long thing about indies, I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have watched it. I yeah.
0: mean... And nice that they picked, I mean, they really picked good ones too. Mm-hmm. Like, because I also I saw a Nintendo Direct Mini that we're not going to talk about that was recent. And the biggest thing about it was Monster Hunter Rise. I think it was like a third party showcase. Okay. Monster Hunter Rise, like, um, I mean, I know several people are very into. But it was mostly a bunch of indies um, that was like the rise was at the beginning and there was just a shit ton of indies and honestly like they all looked so fucking generic and lackluster Yeah. Wow. like yeah I mean so they really you know with indie stuff you, you need some curation for sure you gotta pick the good ones And they, well and they have
1: like, to have personality like, yeah um, totally
0: pe- people have to be into it like. totally do you want to take a short break yeah let's do it we'll take a short break and we'll be back with some news Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, time for some news. Number one, CD Projekt stock has fallen over 75% since Cyberpunk 2077's release. Dying Light subheading: Dying Light developer Techland is now claimed to have overtaken CD as Poland's biggest developer. So I'm getting this off uh, VGC. Um, this news was reported by Business Insider Poland, uh, and also uh, we were taking a look at uh, a Yongye video entitled C- "CD Projekt stock has tanked by 75% since disastrous Cyberpunk 2077 launch." So the actual news here is. Pretty much, more or less, what the headline says. Yep. Uh, one thing that the VGC article did note that was pretty interesting is that uh, besides the massive drop in there, we won't get into the numbers, but it is true. Besides the seventy-five percent drop in their shares since I believe it was twenty seventeen. Is that right? Was it um, that long
1: ago? I feel like nineteen.
0: Yeah, similar to its twenty seventeen numbers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so in the past, in the in the five years after. Okay. Yeah. Techland has now surpassed uh, CD. Well, it's it's theoretical because Techland's a- actual numbers are not publicly available. Uh, but based on seemingly reputable insider analysis, Polish website I don't know how to say this Pols Biznesu uh, I guess it's just Business Poland probably uh, sort of translate yeah, yeah. transliterated uh, estimates that um, Techland's stock could be around ten point six billion zloty. I-, I don't know how to pronounce that. Also, uh, whereas. Uh, C D Projects is currently at just less than ten billion. Okay. So the notable thing is that C D Project is no longer the most valuable games company in Poland, which they have been for quite some time, surpassed now by Techland developers of Dying Late, which I thought was just kind of interesting because no. kind of go Techland. <laughs> yeah. I love those guys, despite how I mean you know, j- somewhat flawed their creations are. The again, I, I, I talked a lot of shit about
1: it at the beginning, but again I only played co op. So their co op was buggy, but I've talked to people since that said the same thing about the first one. Yeah. The co-op was a fucking nightmare. And, uh, again, maybe it wasn't the case for the single player.
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with you being harsh on, uh, on, on dying late at all. I default here to what my friend Min once said, which I will not be able to say nearly as eloquently as he put it, um, which was that... You know that a game is truly not exciting and dead when there's no massive arguments surrounding its uh, mm-hmm. its reception, right? Okay, yeah. The fact that we have so much to say about it is, I think, an indication of its quality level because we talk about it so much despite the fact that it has issues, right? Yeah, uh, like
1: I still... Fucking played through it twice before New Game Plus came in.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So. And I played the first dying Light extensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much all the, all, all there is in the news. Um, I all, guess. Yeah. All I can say is good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, you CD fucking <laughs> scumbags.
0: <laughs> I, I think I'm over it. Uh, I mean, I still there's still a dim part of me that hopes for multiplayer. In, Dude, uh, I bought Cyberpunk. it because of multiplayer. I mean, it could happen. Like, I'm done caring, but Mm -hmm. it still could happen.
1: Yeah. It makes
0: sense for a multiplayer game. Yeah. You know, like, they should do it. Will they do it? I don't know. Exactly. I mean, they should do it also, not necessarily for the fact that it makes sense, but mostly because they just said they would. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, um... So I might be overly harsh on them and saying, good, I'm glad your fucking stocks are down. I wanted multiplayer, and you didn't give it to me. So I wasted Uh, $96.
0: Dude, I, I don't see how that could possibly be overly harsh at all. I mean, they, they deserve every single ounce of uh, negative, uh, you know, reception they're getting.
1: I don't know. 79 99 plus tax. It's a fuckable, A fuck of a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, That's much. a lot of packs of tea. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> not really. That's a lot of cheeseburgers. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's really yeah. not a lot. Of, I mean, it's not even a carton, man. Like Jesus.
1: <laughs> when you put it like that. You know, it's not so bad, actually.
0: Uh, <laughs> um... I guess I, I, I thought this was this news was kind of um, interesting because I've been examining a lot of Artalzorian stuff with the the, the role playing game l- lately. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so into the role playing game, um, I have a sort of like a semi regular game going with a couple friends of mine now that I might send you an invitation to if they can't make it. Um, but um, I really, I really love the the role playing game. It's mm-hmm. um it's a perfect example of something of a product that I feel like has a ton of heart, and, like, you, you can feel the time and energy and love that the developers put into the game. I can't tell for sure, but it's possible the team behind the Cyberpunk role-playing game is actually, like, four people. Hmm. Like, I because they consistently have, like, four people in their credits. And I assume they work with freelancers also, but the more I see four people in their credits, the more I wonder, like, is it actually just four people in the basement, essentially? Hmm. You know, which is kind of crazy. Um, Could be cool. Yeah, it also it makes it neat because I listen to like a, a I guess a bi weekly podcast with this guy, John John the Wise, that is whose name is Awesome. And he's like uh one of the internet's foremost like sort of cyberpunk nerds, kind of. Okay. Um and he does a podcast with the mechanics creator of the game hmm. twice a month where it's just um it's like, you know, a fourth of the podcast is the creator uh, sorry, the mechanics creator talking about a new DLC they have for the game. They release free DLC like all the time too, hmm. which is like completely free articles about like you know just new stuff in the game, like new cyber like here's an article on cyber decks, like all these unique cyber decks. Here's an article on crazy guns out of this text warehouse. Here's an article on like uh, how to spice up your uh, your mooks into hardened mooks to make them harder for your combat veterans, you know kind of thing. Okay. Like it's really cool and like they do this all the time. And he so he he plugs the free articles they make, and then it's like twenty minutes, half an hour of Q and A uh, where it's just anybody writes in questions and the actual creator of the mechanics fields all the questions that's cool it's super interesting yeah yeah like like when i was telling you about all my objections with the combat system they did a full just combat episode where he talks all about the the intent behind the combat design and like it made a lot more sense after he after he explained you know where his head was at with that stuff right okay i see it now anyways um so what makes me interested is um i'm actually curious how they feel about I both am not sure if they actually sold the rights to the Cyberpunk name to them or not. I can't tell. I tried to research it. Um, because now their stuff says copyright Art R- Talzorian and then also Cyberpunk copyright CD Projekt Red. Hmm. So it makes it seem like the name Cyberpunk is now a property of CD Projekt Red, which is weird. Yeah. And, and also I just wonder, you know, are they... Because Mike Pondsmith, the creator of the game, seemed extremely happy with the collaboration to begin with. And I wonder how they feel now. You know, right. like now that the game's come out. Because it's possible that they still just feel like all we needed was press and they got that. Yeah. You know, Um, because I I don't think the game was not popular. Um, It was extremely niche. Uh, I think it still is extremely niche, but, you know, the the success of the game, despite how bad its critical reception was, helped to, you know, get a lot of attention. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm kind of with you. You know, fuck CD Projekt. Yeah. Give me my goddamn multiplayer. Yeah, that's Um, all I want. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know maybe, maybe it can force them to you know, reorient the company's uh, path a bit who knows yeah. Yeah. and maybe deliver some of the stuff I don't know you know, that's, that's what I'm hoping for yep. but um, moving on to number two sounds good uh, UK won't introduce loot box laws says industry should make changes itself uh, I got this off IGN they got it from an incredibly exhaustive uh, UK government website entitled Government Response to the Call for Evidence on Loot Boxes in Video Games, 18th July. This is the consultation outcome of their, I don't know what you would call it, committee department meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but this document is, I don't know if you saw that. Very long. It is like insanely large. <laughs> so yeah. we're not going to talk about that at all. Uh, but kindly enough, the IGN article uh, summarized this neatly for us. So it's, it's worth saying that, you know, we partially do not know what we're talking about because IGN obviously cherry-picked the things that it liked to from right. that massive government survey. It's possible there were other things that it conveniently left out. We don't know. For sure. Um, it seems like the summary is the UK government, which I, we've talked about maybe once or twice, but has been in the news a fair bit over the past two years, it uh, seems like, with all their inquiries about, you know, loot boxes and gambling. Is it gambling? Uh, should it be regulated? They, they seem like they want it regulated. How should they regulate it? Mm-hmm. They've been hashing this out for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I was personally shocked to see a sudden sort of, like, backpedaling on, like, okay, no, uh, we're just going to tell them to regu- you know, regulate themselves. Yeah. Um, which is, I find kind of disappointing myself. I um, find amazing. Really?
1: I'm um, the opposite. Well, I, think I mean, please, uh, tell, tell me about it. Yeah, I, I think... Um, <clears throat> uh, I, I don't think governments should uh, interfere in everything. Right. Um, and uh, unless it's... I think they only should in... You know, some situations And they have to be pretty serious And this is not one of them Okay to me. Um, So how
0: do you feel about the government's involvement in gambling As a related uh, Well, again,
1: gambling is different in the UK, right? Like, they have bookies okay. and shit It's totally different than how it works here Okay um, I didn't know that Yeah, it's a completely different thing um, So again, in terms of, like <clears throat> The fact that it's for kids and shit Okay And also, I'm pretty sure the UK banned the GTA Casino Uh, DLC?
0: Because of gambling, maybe? That sounds familiar, but I'm not positive.
1: Again, I'm not for government uh, stepping in to things like this. I think they should fuck off, and uh, this should be up to the the makers. And and they can say, you know, this doesn't fit our standards, Mm -hmm. so we're not releasing it here. Mm -hmm. But they shouldn't say you have to, you know...
0: For example, Russia did that with, not that I agree, I don't at all, but Russia did that with, um, it was the gay characters in some Sims update, maybe I want to oh, say. Oh, China too.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know,
0: that's, uh, they, they're allowed, like, well, they can say that. I don't cer- agree, but they Certain can say
1: things, it. yeah. Certain things, no. You know, like, I just don't think the government should get involved in a lot of things. Mm. Like, um, I mean, China, it's a communist party. What do you expect? You know, they do- They're very different. All kinds of things, yeah. you know. They do. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not a fan of them doing that. (laughs) Right, (laughs) um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with I'm not a fan of them banning games because they don't meet their standards. I I think there has to be some give and take for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't think more laws is a good thing.
0: Maybe. Uh, I mean, uh, I think it's an extremely valid opinion. Um, I personally don't feel that way. Um, I guess because I resonate a lot with the... I I do kind of believe that loot boxes are gambling, and I think that they should be... I mean, I believe loot boxes are awful and predatory, and... Me, Me
1: too, but I don't consider them necessarily gambling, and I don't think it's the government's job to... Step in.
0: That's that's totally fair. You know, as we know, I've always been more pro-regulation um, than you are, right? Yeah. yeah um, sure. that's, that's just, uh, you know, a big a big difference between us. Yeah. I guess I was hoping for something a bit stronger personally, um, but they are saying that they want the industry to self-regulate, mm-hmm. which, you know, we have a precedent for, right? Uh, the, the whole, is it ESRB, Entertainment Software and Ratings Board? The whole yeah. rating system for video games, mm-hmm. that came out of the whole um, sort of... Uh, you know video games are satan thing mm-hmm. of exactly. like i guess it was the late 80s is my am i right Maybe 90s or early 90s, 90s.
1: where does his dragons causes murderers
0: yeah yeah D. you know rock music before then yeah and then video games Rap music with uh, totally totally yeah yeah, yeah th- that whole you know video game violence conversation that was happening at that time is what led to the creation of the of the esrb and basically that's the same thing that happened then was the government was like okay you need to do something, you know. Mm-hmm. Either we do it for you, or you can do it. Why mm-hmm. don't you self-regulate? And they were like, "Sure." And that's and what I'm on board whole,
1: with. You know, I, yeah,
0: like... yeah. I don't. I'm less um, optimistic that it will work well in this case, um, but it's better than nothing. It's kind of very much remains to be seen what they'll do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like because they could do a lot of things, and I need to see what what the actual you know, self-regulation will be like. But at least the industry has. Uh, a precedence for this. Absolutely. So it's not, you know, it's not unheard of. Not at all. Really just kind of need to see what they're going to do with it. Do I have any hopes that it will cure the horrible loot boxing in games like I don't know Overwatch and Battlefront Two pre-patching? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, but uh, you know I try to remain optimistic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they, I think they do need to uh, figure that stuff out, <clears throat> like the predatory behavior and shit like yeah. that. But I don't think they need to be. I don't think it's the government's job
0: yeah. to do that. Yeah. It's um, worth reiterating too. If that, they're like, for the world, for know, sure. It's for not
1: sure. like this is something yeah. mom and pop shop yeah in your backyard and even like again they've got their own rules you know
0: totally totally and also it's like you know it's worth distinguishing that i do feel this way primarily for people under the age of mm-hmm. 18 like so if I don't you put really a warning really care. label on it that strikes me as weak because a warning label with a game Preventing you from just because the warning label would be for this specific thing of loot boxing gambling, you know, like less and not just the entire product as a like. I feel like someone would get less damage from just playing GTA, for example, when they're thirteen than they would, which is technically underage, right? Because I think GTA is eighteen plus. I think. I think. Oh so. shit, is it not? I, don't. I think it is. Let's uh, assume it is for argument's sake. I'm assuming it is. I mean, it should be if not. It should be. It <laughs> should be. Whereas I feel like the damage, potential damage caused by a, a loot box gambling game played by an under eighteen. D- Designed for 18 Could be a lot worse You know Still it, uh, you, we, we gotta see the implementation so, yeah, yeah And I mean also like I'm being open minded
1: There's always ways around it You know like There's still predatory stuff That would be considered legal Right um, Sure Like Fortnite totally. totally All of that shit yeah. um, So again I think that There needs to be some Adjusting of this shit Yeah But I don't think It's up to the government
0: i'm really curious to see what will happen Mm -hmm. you know what organization they will make or will they fold this into the esrb will they take over the helm and like handle that side of things too we'll see yeah you know yeah moving on to number three sony introduces new loyalty program this is an interesting one uh i read this off igm july 14th and IGN got this straight from the playstation blog introducing playstation stars not all stars an all-new loyalty program sony announced a new rewards program called playstation stars that will allow players to earn points with real cash value. This is not as overwhelmingly positive as that first paragraph would lead you to believe, but announced on the PlayStation blog, it will begin later this year, uh, no current date. It'll be free to sign up to. Uh, Players will be able to complete objectives with some as simple as playing a game once a month to earn points that can be later redeemed on the PlayStation Store or for other rewards. The catalog of items may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. There's not that much else of note. Uh, Related rewards could also be digital collectibles, which are like, you know, something akin to trophies. Mm -hmm. Some similar type of thing. But the interesting thing is that it could actually lead to, um, like they specifically call out, you know, uh, PlayStation wallet funds in certain cases, right? At least some meat on the bones here. I guess uh, what I immediately went to was Nintendo already has a thing like this, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which they have had for, I think, since the beginning of Switch. Um, They've had other things too, but the Switch one is the sort of best one, quote-unquote. And they just do a simple thing where it's like, you know, if you buy, uh, whatever, a $90 game, you get like... Nintendo Gold Coins that gives you, like, $3 off your next purchase. Right. And you just accumulate these. But the nice thing about the Nintendo is it's very no-strings-attached. It's just whenever you buy literally any game... Um, it's maybe the points go away after a certain point in time, but it's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe you have like three months or six months to use them. I don't remember I've never checked. So it'll be like I buy say four hundred dollars of product over a long course of time and then I maybe I get like 15 bucks off something or yeah
1: I think anything it's simple and good. I think anything is, you know any rewards are good. Yeah. Um, hopefully they're not too predatory <laughs> as well pushing people to God knows yeah, um, that's a fair point. but at the same time, I have no problem with it. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. And again, we'll just see the implementation of it.
0: Exactly, yeah. It it will really be a question of like, you know, will it be as uh, beneficial as... Because Nintendo's program is like, it's nothing crazy. Like, it's not... It's like a, a dollar or two per game or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you do that over the course of twenty games, you eventually have like yeah. most of the. You, have, you eventually have a, a full indie game or like half off your next game or something. Yeah. So will it be substantial? I guess yeah. That part is a big question I, mark.
1: You know, I think it'd be cool to be able to pay your PS Plus membership with sure. You know, because you purchased enough games and whatever. Sure. Like, yeah. And maybe you get more for certain games. And look, yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. We'll see what they do. I think it's an interesting idea, and I'm
0: kind of all for it it sort of has to be a net positive. It can be a net not very big positive, but it's it's hard to imagine how it could be bad. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, Maybe
0: you're having less trouble imagining how it could be bad than I am.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, again, depending on, you know, stuff that gets you to log in every day.
0: Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. ARC. Yeah. Like, Arc. Um, yeah. I
1: find that, as bad, if not worse, than the gambling shit. That's a great
0: point. Um, so <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. That's off. what I
1: mean by like again. You can't pick and choose which behaviors you don't like. If you if you do pick and choose, then you're going to eventually just cancel everything, right? Yeah. So I really do think that they, the companies, uh, developers need to figure out a way to make it reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know. And again, that's I just mean yeah the daily shit and all yeah. that stuff like. I I don't know. And who knows what? I I, I just don't know
0: yet. 100% That's why I like Nintendo's because it's just you buy a game you You get get something. It's like Canadian Tire dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's no different than Canadian Tire dollars. See, I'm super
1: down with Canadian Tire dollars. Totally. I think that's awesome. I mean, I I,
0: wish they were still paper but hey, we can't have it all. (laughs) They're not? Uh, No, aren't they only...
1: No clue. I haven't been to Canadian Tire. You know,
0: actually I went to Canadian Tire recently because I remember at some point in time I was like I I remember having a realization oh, it's not paper anymore it's this now. But now I just I went to Canadian Tire and I bought stuff and I, I'm just like, I don't think I got any reward, anything. Hmm. <laughs> I can't remember. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's not paper anymore, though. Probably not. Maybe digital uh, somehow? Possibly. Like a points Anyways. card. Well, like, exactly, I mean, grocery, exactly grocery stores do card.
1: it. Liquor stores. Everywhere does yeah. it. Um, Liquor stores.
0: That's terrible. <laughs> they do. <laughs> that's really funny, man. That's not that's so inappropriate. <laughs> I went to... Uh, I went uh, seems so wrong. <laughs> for my
1: mom's birthday, I went with her... To get her a bottle of wine and, and she was I was like I don't know Like just pick out Whatever bottle of wine Like a fancy bottle of wine That uh-huh. you actually want You know like mm-hmm. uh, So we did And then she's like Oh here Use my uh, my points thing You get more Because of whatever And I'm just like Oh gosh The fuck So I just let them scan this thing But yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I didn't even realize That there was a points thing <laughs> But grocery stores, credit cards.
0: Grocery stores, I know all about. Yeah, credit cards, I know all about. I'm just shocked at the liquor store. That's mm-hmm. me, for me. That's a that's that's a line. Uh, that's a line being crossed. But well, listen. Again, <laughs> can't blame for trying.
1: Usually, it's good.
0: <laughs> usually, yeah. Uh, well, it's great to have money off your liquor too. I'm just not sure if it's the best. Uh, <laughs> that'd be like giving me points for smoking, and it's like here's here's points to buy more smokes. So I'm like, yeah, cool, but also I want like, a
1: discount on my next pack. <laughs>
0: I can't really argue with that. I mean... Anyways, uh, uh, we'll head head on to number four. Kingdom of the Blood, first gameplay trailer, brings hit zombie show to life. This is July 12th. Uh, I'm getting this off IGN, and I tried really hard to find the source here, but as far as I can tell, the only thing I don't like about IGN is that when IGN itself is the source, they sometimes just don't say anything. Right. And I can't tell if it's because it's IGN or it's because they just left something out. Mm. <laughs> but as far as I can tell, the actual source of this gameplay trailer was revealed exclusively with IGN. And this is by Action Square, a South Korean game studio who is bringing the hit Netflix zombie series to PC and mobile with... That part's a little disappointing, but it is what it is. With Kingdom of the Blood. You can check out the game in action now and the first gameplay trailer revealed... Kingdom of the Blood is an adaptation of the Netflix series Kingdom, which is about a zombie apocalypse but set in medieval Korea. This one's for you, Mike. The story follows Crown Prince Lee Chang, who gets caught up in the zombie invasion while investigating the mysterious circumstances around his father's disappearance.
1: I'm pretty sure it's originally a manga.
0: Yeah, I, I did not know about this at all, but my exposure to the show is, I haven't seen it, uh, but I've just heard my, my good friend Mike uh, talks about it, like, he, he raves about it you know, nonstop. stop yeah
1: i thoroughly enjoyed it i was surprised by it and i enjoyed it yeah. um
0: it sounds really cool yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I, and it made me curious about again the origins and, and that's why i'm sure. i'm like i'm, I'm going to check right now but i'm 99% sure it's originally a manga
0: it's extremely believable yeah
1: um well it's fucking dark man oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, like i read, i
0: don't know that much about it yeah
1: well they they did um there was a show and then they did a movie as well. Okay. Um and the movie is like uh, oh, is Asura good. of the North or something like that. Oh, and that interesting. shit was fucking dark, man. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> damn. I didn't know about the movie. Yeah, it's good. It's it's very good, but it's like shit. <laughs> yeah, it totally is a manga series. Yeah. There's 65 volumes. There's 65 volumes.
0: <sighs> I feel like isn't that even not that much for manga? I don't know. Dude, Excuse they're like they're off-rails. Well, manga yeah, is off-rails. I mean, they go crazy, but um, <laughs> Like, I don't, don't they have, like, 300 in some cases? Oh, I believe that, yeah. Yeah, it's really... I see numbers like that, and I'm immediately like, I will never, ever touch this 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 property. Yeah. Because I cannot... I just cannot fathom, like, potentially getting hooked on something that has, like, 300 yeah, issues. Yeah, you're paying $20 like, a piece or oh whatever. Oh, my... God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> $30 or whatever. Yeah,
0: it's like a nightmare scenario for me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Walking um,
1: Dead was pretty long, too, right? Um, There was quite a few of those. Yeah,
0: but it was a very... Like, if you go to, like, the... Dude, I mean, I remember seeing it. The, uh,
1: maybe no, but it those was. were compilations. The yeah, but wasn't ones? it
0: only about yay thick? Because like the, the, they had the whole thing together. No, you that's not it? the whole thing at all. What are you looking at? There's
1: uh, It's the second in. Oh, you're right. That's volume two. There's that's like just seven a compilation of, them or of like three or four comics or something. Yeah. And there's like, there's a lot. See, that doesn't
0: bug me though because there's like, I mean, it is a lot. But it's like this maybe the whole thing perhaps? Like yeah, seven of them Maybe. Maybe, yeah. And I feel like, because once they're out in this format, it's the best. Well, for sure. Because one of those is just like, I don't know, 40 bucks or something? Probably, yeah. And like, you get a lot of reading, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if you have to get them issue by issue, yeah, Dude. that's...
1: insane.
0: Only true collectors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: But anyways, yeah, this is a Kingdom video game. Sounds cool. I'm curious. I don't know. I enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the manga, but the uh, show was cool. I would like a game about it. Totally.
0: I mean, here's a little synopsis about what the game will be about. The game will allow players to create their own characters and cut through zombies while traversing through historic locales. According to Action Square, a professional Korean sword dancer was motion captured for the combat, and historical details around clothing and palaces were faithfully recreated. Kingdom of Blood will feature a story mode as well as conquest mode. There will be multiple boss battles as well as PvP combat. Uh, Kingdom of Blood, set for release for PC and mobile.
1: Okay. That's too bad, but yeah.
0: It is too bad, but also the reason why I was so fascinated by the story is because um, it's a really nice glimpse into where Netflix's head is at with its video games. Mm. That's interesting because we have very little information about anything they're thinking about in the video game space. All we've had so far is this like, you know, they paid for those like, I can't remember, but like eight or nine, like a Canadian devs was like a big part of it too, like eight or nine uh, games that came out on its service, which I still haven't tried that launched alongside, is like Stranger Things, the game, mm. which obviously is owned by them. So they put that, and they put like they got something eight or nine like sort of, you know, Apple Arcade kind of style, okay. just small indie game stuff. We know they have a gaming initiative, but that, right. that's all they've done, and they've been very quiet since then. And right? they're doing this exactly. This looks like a triple A game. Yeah, it's got vibes of for sure. Like it's kind of not my thing, but uh, I find it looks very. Uh, the graphics are very appealing.
1: Very interesting.
0: I mean, yeah, What what's so fascinating about this this gameplay that's, that's been revealed is that it's so high-budget looking. And it makes me wonder now, okay, so is this where they're going with this kind of stuff? In which case, if they're making something actually sort of high-budget and sort of at least, you know, A ish uh, maybe double I don't know, but, like, it looks really polished and really nice, like, is it going to... Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. It looks it has a bit of vibes of Tenchu. It mm-hmm. uh, looks like a really nice, competent um, samurai uh, sort of slasher slasher horror thing. Maybe, um, what's that old game that was the series that rivaled Resident Evil? This is going to be hard for me to remember. Sort of like a horror Japanese samurai game that was kind of like Resident Evil, but with samurai. And he fought demons. Dude, That fucking... No. No, way before that. Like, 10, 15 years earlier. Oh, man. My my buddy Mike is a fan of it, but I can't remember the name. it doesn't matter. Since this looks such like a console game, I'm like, are they intending to still restrict this to just their service? And, like, they're going to use this type of thing to make their service successful? Hmm. Or are they going to, you know, because their service at the moment kind of sucks, and I don't know if anyone really wants it. Yeah. So are they just going to then lose money by not putting it on consoles? Because it seems like it should go on consoles. It does. I don't know where their head's at. Right? Well, we'll see. But it's very possible that it could come to consoles. I don't know. You know? It depends on how they plan to make money with this going forward. Right? Mm -hmm. Are they going to use this to get more subscribers? Or are they just going to make games? Yeah. It doesn't
1: give me a very Kingdom vibe, though. No? Not at all Okay um, There were like, like lots of hordes and stuff
0: In the kingdom? Yeah And like the... Maybe just very early?
1: Possible yeah yeah. yeah 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 Like I mean he killed that guy And then he came back as a zombie Wasn't right?
0: there a bunch of them at the end? I know literally nothing about the, the show So I I wouldn't know if it's okay, true Okay so that. maybe you got sneak I, I don't know I mean But yeah. there's also
1: PvP in it and stuff It's um interesting yeah. yeah
0: It sounds a little I don't know It's got promise Yeah We'll, we'll have to see I think the animations for that guy turning was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, and
1: that beheading is uh, well.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I'm curious. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be very fascinating to just see what direction they're going in. For sure. Right. Uh, do you want to take a short break before yeah, we go let's rapid do fire? It. Yeah, let's cool. Do it. All right, we'll dive right into what we've been playing. Uh, so we've got a funny one this week. Uh, I have multiple games listed, and Teague has nothing beside his. <laughs> so yeah, Josh's Elden Ring. Uh, Aliens, Fireteam, and Cyberpunk 2077. Antigue, you've got nothing written down here.
1: No, I tried Do you want to handle your nothing first? I tried to play with a friend today. We tried Hood, Outlaws and Legends, Red Dead, and PGA 2K21. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing worked. Issue with the PlayStation Network. Mm. Uh, There was a massive update apparently yesterday. Oh, really? That uh, has caused some major problems.
0: I did not know about that, Um, I haven't played any online stuff.
1: My buddy actually, like, got online with... uh, Got uh, on the phone with customer support. Really? And they ran through... They troubleshot all kinds of stuff and did whatever. And by the end, he was like, yeah, no, it seems like um, it's a problem with the update we released last night. Um, Oh, shit. So, So anyways. um, Yeah. uh, Didn't didn't get to
0: play. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've been sort of... um, I mean, because I, 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 since the last time I we recorded, I got pretty much to my point in Elden Ring where I'm like, it's just endgame bosses now. Mm-hmm. And they were hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I played 200 hours of the game and I was like, I think that's enough for now. Fair enough. No uh, and more I'm,
1: exploration? Like, what the fuck?
0: I mean, I kind of explored everything. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, so where's totally. the, uh, you know... Exactly. That's exactly.
1: what the. I feel like that was the biggest grab of the game.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So. so I'm I'm more than happy to just. Um, I could have probably tried to power through it, but I'm more than happy to wait for you to just. Uh, you know, I'm at the point where I'm like I'm. I've had enough of the challenge. Mm-hmm. I kind of just want to end the game.
1: Yep. Fair know? enough.
0: Um. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll happily uh, have have you in for some co-op. Sure. When the NAT issues have been worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But since I I got to the sort of the end, my end point there, I went back to Aliens Fire Team for a bit. Um, and I just grinded the hell out of my recon class, mm. got them all the way from two to seven in anticipation of the uh, new levels coming out. Right. Um, cause I was like, well, I mean, I'm definitely going to play these with my brother and or you. Mm. So might as well have the fun class to experiment with all ready to go. Yep. You know, uh, that was awesome. And I'm, I'm really pleased to say that, uh, I didn't realize this before, but they must have, remember how I was complaining about, I, I got all the secret perks that you find from like secret chests yeah. on my other character. Um, they must have like massively increased the drop rates. Oh, you got back? Yeah, because basically, f- for about I probably did like I don't know twelve missions with my recon to get them up, or like fourteen, maybe, or some medium biggish number. Yeah, and pretty, I, I and I think about ninety percent of every secret chest I found had a unique perk in it. Wow! So I was like, oh, thank God, like hmm. because the, yeah, the drop rates were like abysmal. They were low. Yeah. yeah, they were, which is like, I, I respect that, um, but having to regrind <laughs> was not,
1: it was not bleed. Yeah, no.
0: It's respectable having like, secret end goals that are like, really only if you could just keep playing the game a ton.
1: Yeah, no, it's super like, cool.
0: I like that, but at the same time, yeah, it was like, very fine to just like, get them all back in a quick, For sure. you know, uh, especially because it was mostly because the recon gets a secret perk that is kind of like, fundamental for his build, mm-hmm. like it's just necessary. Like, the other ones are very optional and, like, it's a, play, it's a play style, but the recon one is, like, every recon should have it. Right. And you kind of just need it. Right. You know? So, yeah. Anyways. Um, so, that's awesome. Can't wait for the new uh, new DLC there. And, um, yeah, went back to Cyberpunk
1: 2077. Just, oh. yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, they <laughs> get,
0: no, I mean, the games, you're right to boo it. Like, mm-hmm. the game is, I mean, especially in contrast to the recent Elden Ring I've been playing, it's, like, these are both open world action RPGs on paper. I mean, this is an FPS versus, you know, Elden Ring is um, third-person action, but they're both open-world action RPGs, and, like... No comparison. It just shows you everything that's wrong with Cyberpunk. It's like... The bombardment of like useless information all the time the way that the game doesn't have any true exploration because it screams at you with like quest icons and just like bullshit like throw away fetch quest or kill everybody missions that are just fucking everywhere mm-hmm. you know that are not interesting in even the slightest literally every mission that's not like the main extremely core missions in the game and bear in mind, I've still only really done the first long quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the later quests suck. Do I, I don't actually know. Maybe they're amazing. I'm, I'm hoping to get to those this time, yeah. just to yeah. see, you know. But yeah, everything that's not a main quest, it's literally boils down to either kill everybody, slash one guy, same thing, or find one object, either in or out of stealth, and bring it to the drop box. Mm. That's it. Every fucking time. That's pretty lame. It's fine for, like, five missions, but it's not for, like, 300. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) And it just shows you, it's like, you know, Cyberpunk has such a good shell. If you just, if you literally took out every one of those piece-of-shit missions, the game would be way better, Hmm. because it would actually be true exploration like Elden Ring. I mean, it wouldn't be as interesting as Elden Ring, because Elden Ring is just, like, one of the, you know, most well-crafted worlds ever, Um, but it would still be funner to explore funner. It would be more funner to explore, because... You know, you you would just be exploring for exploration's sake. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about Cyberpunk is is the insane level design on the city itself, which is just like such a pleasure to like drive through and listen to music on your car. You know, like like right. for me, that's the best thing about it. <sighs> yeah, well, what what a product. You know, I, I'm obsessed with the role playing game right now, so that's yeah. why that's why I'm into it. But it's not it's not amazing. No. Yeah, I'm am curious, to, really curious to see once I get through every every one of the side missions. And I'm just mainlining the actual core story missions. Will they maybe be on the same level or a similar level to the initial one that had me really kind of interested? Because that initial stuff with Jackie is, like, incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, hands down. But anyways. Fair enough. So on to the rapid fire. Number one. Stray reviews are up. Uh, This game is releasing, I believe it is today. Uh, The reviews came out yesterday, July 18th. I don't know. What do you think? Looks cool. I've heard good things about it. Um, Not for me. Yeah.
1: Uh, you want to be a cat? Here you go. Now's your chance.
0: I mean, I didn't, unfortunately, have time to get through the entire skill review, although I love his things, and mm-hmm. saw enough of it from your recommendation to see that he recommends it. Yeah. Um, I like that he says that it's, uh, uh, maybe I just read this on IGN, I can't remember, but um, I saw somewhere that it was only, it's like a five-hour long story game. Which like is, if, I mean, do you really want to be a cat for 30 hours? It's so fucking awesome, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like, I I love five hour games so much. Mm. Like it's such an easy,
1: digestible.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like games like that, it's like I'm really inclined to like. It makes me even much more inclined to actually just give my money and play around with something for a few hours because it's not a huge like mental investment. Yep, you know. And I, I, yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, the game also is only forty dollars. Which uh, I think is in, judging by the sort of graphical level of polish and stuff going on, it seems like an incredibly reasonable price. Yep. Um, I think that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think the game looks really cool, and uh, there's a strong chance it might be sort of like my next girlfriend, like um, couch, sort of couch game we play together, too. Is there co op? Uh, no, but it, like uh, in, in the sense of like a date night, kind of like past the controller back and forth. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because we kind of did that with um, that other one that I was talking about before, Stanley Parable. Right Which was right. a really good one Stuff that's like Kind of story based mm-hmm. It's like It works well for that um, But yeah I think it looks really neat And especially Because of the price tag I'm like Yeah that's That's pretty interesting Yeah yeah. I wasn't that into it Because uh, I thought The story looked a little lame But after seeing All the positive reception Yeah Curious um, Moving on to number two Yep Oh one last thing Before we move on to It's p- it's PS5 ex- exclusive
1: Oh I didn't know that
0: I really didn't know either Yeah <laughs> And that that's kind of neat Because they, they don't they have more. A lot of yeah, yeah They don't have A lot of exclusives uh, Number two So Live Alive Or Live Alive Is up for pre-order I don't know how to pronounce this I find it incredibly annoying That most people are saying Live Alive Because to me The only reason In having a ridiculous title Like Live Alive Is so you can say Live Alive Mm -hmm. And not Live Alive Which sounds so much Dumber to me Yeah But anyways uh, Live Alive I'm gonna keep saying it like that Is up for pre-order Uh, this is July 18th this is off uh, IGN this game is nothing new it's releasing July 22nd which I believe is this Friday Uh, Live Alive was first previewed in the Nintendo Showcase I want to say like a year ago it's an old school thing Mm -hmm. for people who like old school JRPGs I'm intrigued I have no idea if it's going to have quality or not uh, because basically the game is actually, it is a re-release of a 1994 SNES game. Right, that only was
1: released in Japan?
0: Yeah, it's totally just a port Mm -hmm. with a new graphical overhaul and I think they're adding voice acting too. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very much, you know, it's almost a straight port. So it is pretty much an SNES game. Um, I just think the concept looks interesting because it's like, it's a whole bunch of different chapters of story that all take place in like extremely varied... Like, it's kind of like, one's like a Wild West thing, one's like an ancient China thing, one's like robots in the future, it's very all over the place in terms of story and each chapter is kind of like its own individual thing and once, w- one thing that's interesting about the development of this game too is that initially when the game was created I believe it was given to I think it actually has like I, say there's eight chapters like eight different people who okay. did who did the game. That's like, cool. E- yeah like it's a different person for each chapter. Very cool. And I think it's it's uh, spoiler related so whatever website I was reading it on didn't say but I believe um, the stories do kind of come together in some way at the end. I right? imagine. Like, yeah yeah they're, they're not completely completely unrelated Uh, and it just looks like a really weird different game Um, I think it looks neat from like a nostalgic perspective Mm -hmm. I have no idea if it's going to be quality um, but it's the kind of game that I'm paying attention to fair enough so you know we'll see when it comes out like I'm very curious to read the reviews that are probably coming out I don't know this weekend I assume I
1: guess not
0: sure when the embargo's up but uh, very soon Um, and uh, that's it yep Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing people's reaction yeah fair enough Moving on, to number three, Doctor Disrespects New FPS is a PvP VE extraction shooter. July eleventh, uh, I got this article off IGN, but all the information is taken from the official site uh, over at MidnightSociety.com roadmap com, blog. Uh, that that's uh, do- the the good old Doctor's uh, actual website. So we have different opinions about this. Do you mm. want to lead? Go for it. Okay. And I'll give mine. Um, I mean, I so I, I I got I read the article off IGN, and I've been curious about. He's just such a funny character Mm -hmm. that I find it hard not to pay attention to him, Uh, like a lot of people do, I think. Uh, And the fact that he was working on a new AAA FPS blockchain game, tentatively titled Project Moon, I believe that's a working title. I just thought the whole thing was interesting to begin with, and they finally give a lot of details as to sort of what because I don't think we saw any gameplay at all No. Um, so now he said that it's going to be a vertical extraction shooter with PVPVE gameplay here's a quote our high level gameplay goals are to capture the essence of arena shooter level design with the scale and scope of battle royale player counts and the session to session gameplay mechanics of extraction based shooters the website reads sort of normal battle royale type lingo dialogue and also felt a little marketing-y to me but you get the idea you know, yeah. It's an arena battle royale. Extraction he's, based. Yeah, he seems to know what he's talking what what he's talking about because he plays these games. Yeah. Right. So, you know. I just saw all this stuff about, you know, the way he's making it and what he's doing with trying to get people to like buy into like past stuff to show the game. So here's another thing from the website. As development continues, small glimpses into the game will be released through snapshots. Snapshots is capitalized, as if it's like a real thing, which the site describes as playable experiences focused around specific milestones, exclusively available to access pass holders. So we've got snapshots, and we've got access pass holders. Through these snapshots, players will be able to test various aspects of development. They'll have to pay to do so. Earlier this year, 10,000 of these access passes were already sold to select individuals via a founder's pass. Now we've got a third kind of object here. Founders Pass NFT for $50 a piece. Other Access Passes are planned to be sold at later dates. And these snapshots are demonstrating uh, like aspects of development. It's sort of like a, a mini playable demo where you can try out, in this particular example, the player hideout, which is the game's environment and weapons through various shooting ranges. So like a demo that you, I guess, sort of pay to have access to via this... Again, access pass, founder pass, <laughs> snapshot. I can't keep all this straight, but it looks like you just buy the founder's pass for 50 bucks a piece, which is the NFT. And I mean, I was really interested in this guy before and, and what he was going to do because he's just a fascinating character. And after I read this, I was just kind of like, oh, get fucked immediately. Like I, I immediately checked out and was like, this is some bullshit. Like the fact that you're selling all these kinds of different nonsense to like get people to like check out your stuff to me is just the... Um, sort of immediately shows that this is this is not like a real developer you know this is like somebody just cashing in on like you know a whole bunch of like fame and whatnot I mean listen I'm being harsh but you know fair enough tell me what your take is I
1: I think um, again because he's just starting out and it's new I don't know what these passes will uh, give you in the future maybe early access even Um, so pretty much if you're into it because how many did
0: they sell uh, 10,000 so far So
1: if they sold 10,000 um, That's a lot That's a lot of people that are into it And if you're willing to spend money To be a part of To get in at something early mm-hmm. I have no problem with that This whole monetization thing is still fairly new Right? Um, True So it's it's in development And I, I, I don't have a problem with it at all Honestly I sure as fuck wouldn't pay for it But yeah, same here. <laughs> But I don't have a problem with him charging for it And right. um Also, again, it's unclear as to what you're going to get for it in the future. Yeah. I can only imagine if there's multiple passes required, or, you know, talking multiple passes, there probably will be battle passes and whatever the fuck else. Probably. You might get DLC, you might get
0: early access, you
1: might get uh, legendary shit at launch, you might, like, I really don't know. But because it's in development and he's, this is new, or he's new at this, Mm -hmm. I see no problem with it whatsoever.
0: I thought it was interesting that you pointed out earlier that it's very, like, you know, okuram of him, Yeah, I guess, right? Well, he's
1: like, just keeping up with the times here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Charge whatever you can for whatever you can.
0: That does 100% make sense. I guess, for me, it just, I, I feel like it has the stink of um, Ubisoft hyper-monetization, like, written all over it.
1: He's not big enough for that, though, right? It's a person started, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the lingo here, man... Yeah, but it's... I mean, it's, Ubisoft with its Quartz system, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, love but, that shit. They but again, it up. it's
1: just, like, current lingo, right?
0: Um, I guess, yeah.
1: And it's it's just keeping up with current times. And everything is a subscription service, and everything is a... what? Like, again, I have no idea. The past had something to do with an NFT, for fuck's sake. Yep. Um, yep. Like... I think the
0: pass itself Is an NFT Exactly So I guess presumably You can sell it to other people If you want Right Yeah Or you you know You get You have the OG
1: NFT From the uh, You can make a show out of it I don't know man But um, All in all I don't have a problem With it off the bat It really You know I would have a problem If it was something like Ubisoft doing this An Mm. established company That already You know like
0: That's a really interesting Perspective
1: But this guy His first project Yeah I'm totally cool with it
0: well, the fact that the, the ten thousand did sell, yeah for fifty for fifty dollars a piece is already very interesting, yeah, like i yeah. I, I, I mean listen, I, I I don't think anyone's gonna change my mind. I still think it's gross, but also it shows that there is a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. so that's fascinating, yeah, I don't know. I, know. Uh, I mean, he's still an interesting character, so I'll probably pay attention, but I'm just I think for me he he lost gamer cred. I guess oh. that's what happened, you know. <laughs> Uh, which is fine, you know, it's like, I mean, you know, who am I, right? He's a
1: Twitch streamer, I mean, they don't have cred. Um, well, I really, he
0: kind of earned gamer cred with, like, his stuff before.
1: Getting banned from Twitch?
0: The way he talked about it, you know, like, just his personality in general. I don't know, I found him very I amusing.
1: I found him funny as hell, but uh, but again, this is someone starting off Yeah. Um, in an industry, like... Yeah, and, and you've got a good point. Doing it at a time when all of this shit is a thing, you know? yeah. so to cash in on... The current thing mm-hmm. it, it it seems kind of crazy Not to
0: That's a good point It's um, a really good point
1: And again I just Like it doesn't It doesn't uh, Leave a bad taste In my mouth yeah, Again enough. I have zero Fucking interest In playing it Paying anything yeah. For it Like no But I don't have a problem With other people That are Fanboys of his Sure Wanting to get on first, you know? I guess
0: I'm curious if this is going to be a Star Citizen situation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, We'll see. We'll yep. see. Uh, but it's interesting. No. Yep. Moving on? Yep. Number four. Marauders Beta kicks off next week. This is July 11th. Fucking A! Right? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, where to begin? I mean, the. Uh, I don't know. This game, well, it's, you know, just coming from Dr. Disrespect, it's like... This is an extraction shooter.
1: Yeah, this is an extraction P-B-E-B-P. shooter
0: And there's no, yeah, it's P-V-P-V-E And there's no bullshit Founders Pass That like, this company yeah, I, just, I can't help but feel like What is he trying to prove with this Founders Pass bullshit? Like we've got, you know, regular companies are out there Making awesome looking games They still, they don't need to do that Well, what's the company? Something about it Again, an established company I, I, I do have a problem with them doing that No, I'm, <laughs> I think they're tiny they're, I think they're, they're low-hanging fruit Moby Games is a great site if you're looking to find out what obscure developers worked on. Okay. So Marauders is, like you said, PvPVE PB, Extraction, again, um, or Extraction Raid Strike or something. They have a, they have like a three-word thing yeah. that they like to use in their marketing. Yeah, yeah. I can Yeah, some buzzwords. Yeah, exactly. They're nice buzzwords. Yeah. Um, they seem appropriate in their case, too. Yep. Um, but yes, yeah, Small Impact Games looks basically unknown. Uh, they have done some ugly dolls in Imperfect Adventure. I think that's probably nonsense. Uh, the Black Death... Uh, which I did look up and looks interesting. Uh, Mm. It's not a game I heard about at all, but it's like a semi-polished looking, maybe double A, what's that game? Kingdom Come Deliverance? Yeah. It kind of looks like that maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, they're more or less unknown... And yeah, I mean, Marauders, you know, we first, if if if, if nobody remembers, um, we first talked about it in, I think it was March of this year, maybe, um, when the first footage came out. Mm-hmm. It's like some sort of crazy, I can't remember if it has single player too, but it's definitely PvP and co-op. Yeah. Right? It's like up to four players, I think. You go into ships, you like raid them um, for like tech and stuff, and then you have to extract? Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to extract, yeah. The and cra- you can get shot down in your ship getting there or leaving.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and, but it has dogfighting too.
1: It, I didn't even see that in the the, the most Dude. recent trailer. But, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I, I would imagine you'd want somebody defending you as you're trying to, pour, you know, shuttle in yeah. and shuttle out.
0: Yeah. Um it looks crazy cool. Apparently it apparently has persistent loot also um so you you like level up uh stuff you find through XP you gain that is persistent. Okay. So it actually goes from match to match. So it's not just like a one session one session's over and that's it, you know. Right. Um sounds awesome. Uh, I mean the game looks amazing. I, yeah, I don't it does. know. It does. Uh we'll see what actually happens when it releases, but
1: I really dig the old-timey guns. Uh yeah, me too, reminds man. me of Firefly.
0: Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a really yeah, I haven't thought about that in a while
1: like the old timey looking guns Perfect. and uh, some yeah. of the gear and stuff like I don't know it you're looks you're totally right
0: yeah.
1: makes me think Firefly
0: well the closed beta is happening on Steam July 20th 25th so we will see what happens from that You know, mm-hmm. s- see what what people think about it see how the you know people like Up may talk about it that mm-hmm. would be nice would um, be I hope cool. I hope he's into it but um, who knows maybe Dr. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm very curious yeah unfortunately it's only Steam at the moment mm-hmm. but to me this has console game written all over it uh, so, Here's I like, it's probably just a matter of time. It looks like a very console. It feels kind of like Hunt to me, in very terms of. Very much. Yeah, like, in terms of, sure, it'll go to PC first, but for sure, they'll come to console. I know? would think. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. But it does look totally awesome. Uh, moving on to number five Crow Sworn official Kickstarter anniversary trailer. Looks fucking bonkers. He does look fucking bonkers. <laughs> it looks really cool. <laughs> and it's so
1: not my type of game at all. I'll never play it. Yeah. But, but it looks clean. Yeah, And cool. <clears throat> it does. It does. Um,
0: so do you actually remember what Hollow Knight looks like? Yeah. So did you feel the same way about Hollow Knight? Yes. Okay. Interesting.
1: I Interesting. probably talked more shit about it, but... Um, <laughs> Hollow Knight? Yeah.
0: You talk but, shit about all 2D Indians. No, no,
1: that's what I mean. It's like, I think you were talking it up quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh, it looks like fucking shit. Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> but in reality, I, I feel like, yeah, no, it did look clean first.
0: I mean, yeah, Crossworn is. Um, I thought it was interesting because I've never heard of this game before, mm-hmm. but it's the one-year Kickstarter anniversary trailer. Okay. So clearly, you know, this has been kickstarted a long time ago. I it somehow completely went by me when it when it happened, um, and it's just a new gameplay trailer commemorating that Kickstarter being successfully funded. Right. Uh, it certainly looks like a game that will come out because it's pretty finished in the trailer. I mean, it looks like they have a lot to display in the, in yeah. the gameplay trailer. Um, I guess you know the the company itself states that its influences of Hollow Knight which is at least nice because the thing that I thought was the most sketch about Crossborn is I'm just like this feels like somebody should probably be suing somebody about that <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah dude like I, I mean it is like it's insane how, how identical some of the stuff looks to Hollow Knight mm. that's and that's not I, I'm not using that as a criticism but it, it's insane mm. moving on from that um, They at least state on their website that they're influenced by Hollow Knight, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and they say also Bloodborne and Devil May Cry. I guess Devil May Cry, I kind of see it with the sort of like, you've got a melee weapon and a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the influence I see the least. But Bloodborne, I see it also because, they yeah, they have a bit of that sort of like steampunk Victorian horror sort of thing going. Right. And, I mean, it looks amazing. Yeah. It looks cool. I mean, this is a small team, um, small indie Kickstarter thing. Yeah, there's still no release date for this, and it's currently only coming to PC, although if you go to the actual Kickstarter itself, you can see that they have... They've announced the fact that they want to do as many consoles as possible. Hmm. They just don't want to actually promise anything because they're like, it's way too early for that. Yeah, fair enough. So this will probably come to everything. Uh, Similar to Hollow Knight, it eventually came to everything also. And... Like Hollow Knight also, it looks incredibly polished. It does. Very polished, very crisp, beautiful graphics. I mean, there are some interesting artistic differences to Hollow Knight, but it still is aping the style it is doing a lot. Hollow Knight's also a a really good game to emulate because it's amazing. So it's kind of like, you know, it begs the question of like, you know, is, is, is imitation the sincerest form of flattery? Go check out the trailer, decide for yourself. Yep. Um, I think it looks cool. It does, yeah. yeah, it Definitely yeah. does. Uh, Matt, maybe this is one for you, um, but moving on? Yep. Cool. On to number six, Bandai Namco sent Let Me Solo Her a sword in recognition of their Elden Ring exploits. I got this off IGN. Did, I did read you see it? a
1: picture of the sword?
0: I did, yeah. And IGN got this directly off the Twitter of uh, Let Me Solo Her themselves, a.k.a. Klein Suboy. Uh, so di- directly on his Twitter, thank you at Bandai Namco US and at Ellen Ring for giving me this gift and congratulating me for being hashtag let me solar. I can still remember my first experience with the Soulsborne series and almost quitting because of Iodix Gundeer and Dark Souls 3. I'm glad I persisted. Uh, and then he's got some really nice pictures of this uh, sort of beautiful case that uh, from software sent him. The nice inscription side, some various powerful Scrolls. Yeah, scrolls. Yeah. Scroll, yeah. Beautiful little, uh, is it Millennia? It's Millennia, right? yeah that's be- totally beautiful millennia. millennia painting sort of on like a I don't know it'd be silly if they sent him someone else I can't I can't tell if it's a it's maybe just a little art book nice sealed envelope a little cape thingy with a it's just it's super nice like um you know nerd merch basically totally uh, and the sword itself is a straight sword right yeah which is just what I'm
1: like what the fuck do you never see this guy you ever see him uh, help people? It's kind he of a uses good point, a katana. Eh?
0: He does use a katana. They, they should
1: have sent the rivers of blood.
0: <laughs> they should have sent the rivers of blood. Yeah, <laughs> Although they? that would maybe be hard to do. Maybe it. <laughs> sure. just an uchi katana? <laughs> yeah, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do, yeah. Um, anyways, I don't know. What do you think? I uh, think that's hilarious <laughs> and awesome. Uh, great.
1: Um, but again, I think they should have sent a katana.
0: I'm kind of happy that it's not... Um, you're absolutely right Um, but I I, I, in terms of the fact that they gave him some nice like merch paraphernalia I think is a lot cooler than putting him in the game because that I actually don't like that I want him to be recognized because he's he's really cool but I kind of don't like when they I don't like the breaking the fourth wall that happens when real people go in the game Hmm. that's just personal you know so I'm I, I really did but I really dig that they gave him this like you know commemorative sort of set Yeah. like you know totally unique uh, sort of sword yeah. gift thing No, it's, super it's pretty cool. awesome I, I
1: think they should throw them in the game personally and, but. and since
0: there's no news about this I because there, there's no news about this ahead of time I think he probably just got this from them hmm. and they didn't even say it, like he just got it in the mail one day kind of thing which That's is amazing a fucking amazing thing to get um, yeah. yeah very cool <laughs> too bad it's not a katana extremely cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> moving on to number seven Skull and Bones release date announced so um i also linked here the article i got this off ign but this news was initially broken by industry insider tom henderson i believe is his name and he writes on i want to say exputer website which is a really weird name for a site but listen that's where he is yeah he uh tom henderson successfully predicted the release date leak would be happening like four days before it happened Mm -hmm. Uh, and ubisoft clearly just got in front of this after he did that um, he also, I linked an article a ways back that I thought sounded interesting um, from April 29th where the same industry insider, Tom Anderson on exputer.com says Skull and Bones, or, or rather writes an article saying Skull and Bones combat fun- fundamentals are a disaster. Um, now this is a very alarmist headline and I actually read the article and I think it's just an alarmist headline. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, What he's basically saying is that there's no actual, like, you, you you fight your captain in the game versus, like, another player captain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the, the article claims combat fundamentals are a disaster, but the article actually doesn't say anything about the fundamentals of combat. Right. It only says that you can't fight player against player. Hmm. And then the implication is that that means combat fundamentals are a disaster, but that in no way implies that. Right. So it's a bit of a weird article, um, but the takeaway is that Tom Henderson doesn't like it. Right. Right. He clearly does not think the game, it looks like it's, it's in a good state. It was last publicly shown at, I believe it was E3 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So we're talking about a game that has been dark other than rumors and like sort of possible leaks for like four years. Yeah, I forgot about it entirely. And I kind of stopped caring about it. I mean, I can't blame you because it came at, at the time that it was announced, it made sense. Because it yep. was right on the heels of Black Flag, right? Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which a few had... years. Sure, yeah. But I mean, like, recently-ish after the success of their pirate game. You know, their pirate-themed game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, again... Was I, it I really like, a few years? I feel like there was two more Assassin's Creeds that came out after... Three more that came out after Black Flag before this. You could be right. Yeah. Um, maybe it was only two, but uh, definitely after Black Flag was Syndicate, right? And then there was um, Origins. Um, and then I don't know if this came out before Odyssey. Oh,
0: yeah, you're right. Black Flag is 2013. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, that's it's a good point. Old. Well, it made at least more sense four years ago. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um,
1: anyway, it seemed really cool. I, I was curious at the time. They also talked at the same time as this. I think they were talking about the other, it was another pirate game.
0: Sea of Thieves?
1: Sea of Thieves. Yeah. But that's been out for ages, right? Yeah. And that looked horrible to me. Um, It
0: looks cool. (laughs) I had
1: so little interest in it. It was just like,
0: whatever. It's cartoony and kitty,
1: but. Well, that's why I had no interest. But this, I was like, okay, I would play this pirate game, not this one. But, I mean, I would have played it five years ago. Yeah. Um, Now, I'm like, I don't care.
0: I'm mostly just curious to see if it's as horrible. I wanna know if they're doing a, finally we'll cut our losses, or maybe, I don't know. I just, I I, I can't believe that this game is gonna be any good at all.
1: I can't believe it's still in the works. I thought it was a dead thing, honestly.
0: Well, I'm a little shocked they didn't pull the plug on it. That's what I
1: figured would happen.
0: You know, it's clearly a mess because it's been in development for, I mean, it was was actually supposed to come out, I believe in 2018 Mm. when it was announced, right? And that just didn't happen, and then they just didn't announce anything about it for, like, forever.
1: Four right? more years, like...
0: Yeah, I think at some point in time the lead creative director may have left, too, which is not a good sign. Not a good sign. But, um, it's coming out November 8th. Hey. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, School Stadia, PC, via Epic Game Store and Ubisoft Store, so we can see.
1: Another good PS5 thing, though. Not PS4.
0: Yeah, but it's not... Uh, but Stray is an actual PS5 ex- exclusive. Oh, okay. Like, only on PS5, okay, okay, okay. right? Well, that's cool. Yeah. This is just on modern consoles.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's still cool that it's not PS4 and 5.
0: I guess, but it's okay. Skull and Bones. <laughs> it's just it's just such a not inspiring... Yeah, the su- name's great. I'm surprised they're but... not putting
1: it out on PS3 for fuck's
0: sake. I don't know. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more into the idea of Sea of Thieves. Um, mm. Like, the idea of the gameplay loop. Of, yeah. like, you know, actually explore the islands yourself with, like, friends in like a Destiny 2 kind of format. okay. You know, I kind of dig that idea, but if you like the ship combat, I mean... I did. It could be interesting. We'll see. We'll see soon oh, enough. Oh, and
1: actually, yeah, no, Odyssey had um, ship combat.
0: Oh, you're right, yeah. Um, and that well, was probably right, 2018 right, right. or something. Yeah, probably was. Maybe, yeah.
1: maybe it was a little later, actually.
0: Well, maybe but. they just sort of shunted the ideas that were in Skull and Bones into that instead. And we're like, we'll shelve this one for later. Is it Ubisoft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. We'll put the current things into that AC game, and then we'll sort of, like, come back to the project. Mm. I don't know. Either way, who really cares? I mean... We'll see. Yeah. On to number eight. God of War Ragnarok officially gets November release date. So this news was off the PlayStation blog itself. Um, There's not too much to say here. Pre-orders opened five days ago, July 15th. And the release date itself is, is November 9th on PS4 and PS5. Uh, again, uh, announced on the PlayStation blog. This is not a franchise that I think either of us really cares that much about. Um, but it is an extremely meaningful franchise for PlayStation and the industry itself. There had been so much... Uh, we haven't reported on any of it, but there has been a ton of, like... Constant rumors about like you know you know the release date's going to be this time or now it's going to be this time right like, you know no, all this speculation it's like I'm just happy that like we can stop talking about it now and, yeah it's or rather I can stop reading articles about it now or yeah. seeing headlines and continue not talking about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can just say it finally has a November ninth release date this year uh, we will see if it hits it and mm-hmm. um, I mean hey you know I'm hard on the series I don't believe that the, the game was that good God of War the first the last one yeah the, the last one um, but you know a I, lot of people loved it a ton of people loved it including people whose taste I otherwise extremely well respect you know right. what I mean right. so who knows I mean I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be as open minded as, as I can mm. uh, and uh, I'll certainly be reading the reviews when it comes out By all means. so we'll see Moving on to number nine, Atomic Heart devs deny release date delay rumors. Now, I just threw this in because it's my favorite thing to talk about. Uh, and there's always got to be one one article that's just like, no one's going to give a fuck about except <laughs> specifically me. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you anyways. <laughs> and it's from, it's a little old news, uh, June 1st. And this came up because I think I was just having a conversation with my brother recently, and he was like, what about that crazy, like, Soviet weird game with the weird music that you were telling me about, and I was like, yeah, what about that game? And I went and checked news, and didn't even realize that, like, apparently there was de- there was uh, delay rumors that happened, and the company subsequently quashed them uh, but, just since I like talking about Atomic Heart, and I really wanted to come out this is off GameRant.com again, June 1st, and this headline reads, Atomic Heart devs deny release date rumors. Atomic Heart developer Moonfish refutes recent reports that it is pushing back the release of the game out of 2022 and into 2023. Now this game had been uh, previously had a release date not a release well a release window trailer where they announced that it was dot 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 ber 2022. So winter, yeah. Yeah, November, September, October or months, September, October, November. wait, September is also a bur. Yeah, I guess it could be September. No, also.
1: September no. And and I don't even think October is.
0: Um that's fall. B E R. Yeah, no, but the trailer has dot 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 dot, dot B E R. Oh, okay. You see what I mean? Mm. So I guess it could be, I actually, yeah, I forgot. I guess it could be September, October, November, December. Mm. Right? Unknown. Uh, but it's it, last quarter of the year, you could call yeah, it. Yeah, right? I guess. So. Um, anyways, so they previously had that release window trailer. And there was a there was this weird WhatsApp leak nonsense where an industry insider who claimed to have contact with Atomic Hearts offices in Poland, I believe. Yeah, this is an article off Xbox Game Pass Poland site claiming there was a source within Atomic Heart developer Moonfish Games, and the source claimed someone within the developer told them that Moonfish was aiming for a 2022 release, but because of work stoppage at the studio, Atomic Heart could see its release moved from October-December 2022 and into January-March 2023. Not that that's even that big a delay. Um, But the Polish site added a screenshot of a a WhatsApp conversation, uh, indicating the delay was imminent. Russia-based Moonfish Studios are reported to have had a pause in development of the outbreak of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the complications of global sanctions which was extremely believable that there would be a delay which is why i was initially giving any credence to this whatsoever this somewhat sketchy sounding whatsapp source within their polish studio moonfish did officially deny this Uh, and i have here a screenshot of something on twitter from another source Moonfish states, there the news slipped about Poland. I believe this is awkwardly translated from Russian. Our official answer is stuffing. No idea what that means. Development did not stop. We did not give any comments to the Polish edition. Moonfish has no offices in Poland. So I can't tell if this is real or not, because uh, these are like, these are screenshots of tweets, right? Yeah. Um, But at least... As the story about the rumored delay uh, from the sketchy WhatsApp source uh, Gained traction with video games Insider of Tweeting a report late Wednesday morning Moonfish refuted refuted the claims They responded by saying that Atomic Heart was still on target for 2022 And it questioned the, questioned the validity of the source Claiming they actually had no offices in Poland Nor any ties to the country So, you know, said Polish uh, game industry person Maybe doesn't exist hmm. The Xbox Game Pass Poland site updated its article with Moonfish's denial so basically uh it's interesting because Atomic Heart actually did reach back out and be like no 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 there's the you know we yeah. don't know what you're talking about there's no 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 cause for alarm here and it's kind of like the whole thing is just rumors and and speculation no matter what yeah i just think it's cool because i i just I, i'm i'm happy to see atomic heart's developer still in the works yeah in the works talking about the game and uh denying that there's anything to be worried about is better than not saying anything. So yep. I'll take it. I'll you know? take it. For I'm i sure. st- I'm still hoping for the last quarter of this year. Uh, I mean Atomic Heart is kind of like, you know, it's very much on my radar. Mm-hmm. And I wish we could put the crazy awesome theme song music from Mirage hmm. in our in, in our in our show's uh Music, but there's too much copyright. Uh, Is there? <laughs> way too much copyright infringement there. Can't you speed it up a bit? The actual, yeah, they did that. I mean, because the the Moonfish themselves, they took Mirage's song from like the 80s. They're like an 80s pop group, mm. like Russian 80s pop group, right? Uh, they're they're pretty dope actually. And Moonfish took their song, sped it up, added like an, a techno track, and that was the song in their trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, yeah, they almost got. I think they were trying to sue them. Like like uh, Mirage was extremely upset Fair. and like. I, it, the whole thing's unclear to me because, well, a they did change it, and b it seemed like they actually had full permission from Mirage or whoever re, like re, represents them. The yes. whole thing was really weird. Yeah, it sounds loopy. But either way, I'm not gonna risk putting anything from them in <laughs> any show that I have, <laughs> just because they seem pretty aggressive about their uh, yeah. legal action. You know, fair. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait for more Atomic Heart, and uh, you know, hopefully it's it's uh, we'll see it at the end of this, yeah. this winter, this yeah. Christmas. Um, but uh, I think that's all we got for you. Yeah. So, you know, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening to episode 50. Stay classy, uh, San Diego. uh, You stay classy. (laughs) We'll see you next time.